0: Money FM eighty nine point three, the best of Saturday mornings.
1: The founders of DPLMT are with us right now to talk about how to make a living as a graffiti artist in Singapore. I bet you didn't even know that was a job category. No, I didn't. And let me set this up. I met Iqbal
0: at the Peace Center, part mm. of the closing down party, and he was doing this magnificent uh, display. Class, graffiti art class, and there were students all lined up with the gear on, you know, the mask and the spray paint, and it was fabulous. I never
1: thought I would see this in Singapore. Brilliant. And those of you that went down to the Peace Center, you saw lots of amazing um, street art inside the building before it closed down. So joining us in studio now is Ibao. Kat and Arai, the three tri-founders of DPLMT, and they've come together to create what they're calling a creative syndicate. Uh, they started in 2017, and now they've branched out into doing mural art, digital illustrations, augmented reality. They've made it into a proper business, uh, getting commissions from Nike, Adidas, and others. Welcome to the studio, all three of you. Great to have you with us. Hey, what's hey, up? Hey, we right. haven't had this many people in the studio in a long
0: time. <laughs> For a long time. Yeah. Iqbal, let's start with you. And They will go down the line. Sure. How did you get into graffiti art?
2: Um, I think it started way back in twenty, yeah, about twenty seventeen. So we created the collective. It's pronounced as Diplomat. We just remove all the vowels, make it look cool. Yeah, so we just came together, and I think all of us were having day jobs, but we love doing mural art, and that's where we decided, hey, let's do it. And just nice, uh, I got a commission work from for a Japanese restaurant. But then from there, like we 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 found the. Uh, the strength in working things together in collaboration. Because like for this particular restaurant it required like a watercolor kind of style kind of painting, mm. which is something I'm unfamiliar with. And Arai, who is a full time artist, she said like, hey, I can I can lead you guys. And so she took the lead and we learned from her. And then that's where it started like flying off. And the next project we got was for a film launch party for Adidas, and they require us to do graffiti. Mm. Yeah, and we were we didn't have any like experiences in that. However, our our crew member Terror with Shack, he's he used to be a graffiti artist. He said like, come let's 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 learn let's learn on the fly, mm. like you know fake it till you make it and stuff like that. So there was this uh, defunct school called Three Six Nine at Tanjong Katong where you can actually go there and paint. So we did our two oh. practices there, and then we just... an empty ran. school? Yeah, an empty school. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so you can actually go there. It's, I think, under SLA. So you mm. just have to tell the security that you're coming, and then you can practice your mural art, your styles, and stuff Where like exactly that. Where exactly is that? Uh, it's at Tanjung Katong. Yeah. Now it's like, I think there's like two condos under construction in that area. Okay. Yeah, it's just at 369 and down Tanjung Katong Road.
0: Yeah. I know exactly where it is. It's where the old Chatsworth International School was. Yes. And the Canadian school, and there was a coffee shop there. Yes, at, there's a coffee shop and there. And was yeah, a local correct. special needs school. Oh, yes. In yes that one area. Yes. And they're building these massive Tembusu condos. Yes, Tembusu, correct. I I that's know exactly. the name oh, oh, Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. My oh. wife
1: used to teach there. Oh, my God. <laughs> so just just north of East Coast Road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's right, off right, Haig Haig Road. Off There used to be the trampoline place. That right, spot. Yes, that's exactly the spot.
2: Yeah. And then that's where we started living, using Spriggan as Medium, and that's
1: where we started using it all the way throughout our mural art and nice. commission work. Yeah, yeah. Let's bring in Cat. So. When you guys got together and doing this, what were you doing at that time? Running around town, spray painting things? Oh no, you can't well. be! You can't be doing that. That we wouldn't, we would never say that's a good idea.
3: Well, I, I have a couple of things going on. Of course, I always have a day job, and then I have a night job, and then I have a night job number two, and I have a night job number
1: 3 So you're really hustling.
3: So that's that's usually in my format. Um, mm-hmm. And um, we started off, yes, working on mural artworks and. Um, trying out different mediums so like spray painting actually comes about as one of the medium that we like to use because it's faster uh, less time consuming you can work under light drizzling which is very amazing you don't have like crying walls or whatever oh. and so we come about working using that medium more often than other medium.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's bring you in. How did you three get together? And what did your family and friends say when you tell them you're a graffiti artist?
4: Okay, so I was already an artist. Mm. I graduated from Nanyang Academy of Fine Arts. Mm. I was already doing murals, but I thought that it was quite lonely.
0: And where were you doing these murals?
4: Community centres, fashion arts and stuff. But then I thought that, you know, what if I have friends to banter with during my process? And then I got talking to him and then put her in, then put a couple of other friends in, uh, let's create a collective. Mm. Then I was quite adamant with the name Diplomat. And they were like, I don't think I can connect with this name, but then let's see how it goes, you know.
0: Why? Why did you like that
4: name? I think it's just the idea of us representing each other. So how one thrives, we also all thrive by association. Mm. Yeah. So if I bump her up, we all get bumped up because by association, we are all Diplomat. Yeah. You know.
1: Interesting. We have the three uh, tri-founders of Diplomat, which is spelled D-P-L-M-T, mm-hmm. uh, not the traditional spelling of Diplomat in the studio mm-hmm. today. They came together in 2017, originally a uh, uh, graffiti artist who, who created this creative syndicate uh, to do all kinds of things in visual arts and uh, Kat, let's go back to you. You you mentioned you know you were working several jobs, and I think that's something a lot of young Singaporeans can relate to, having to work, you know, multiple things to to keep bringing in money, and and then you decided you really wanted to pursue this passion of yours. So what was the what was the jumping off point where you said, I've got to take a chance, I've got to try this, um, or has it been a more organic slow burn to you know to get into diplomat and, and make it work?
3: I think it's pretty much more like a slow burn to be honest because um i used to be i used to be a producer but freelancing for motion graphic works Mm. and then progressively it becomes like sometimes editing sometimes creating you know opening titles and then i got into illustrations where i start working with a group of people doing live illustrations And that's how I get to meet them. So slowly we start looking into things and then we realize that, oh, you you guys are also creative people with creative ideas. Maybe we can do different uh, works out there. We we can collaborate. So, you know, there goes with all this uh, branding, um, AR, video, motion graphic stuff uh, that we do together. And then we think that we all have very similar mindset, but... Mm -hmm a varying degrees of skill sets that we can come together and go as a team. Mm. So I think that that is is something in in my considerations like, yeah, I think the formula kind of looks well. (laughs) We can try something out.
0: Interesting. Interesting. So you've got the formula. You've got three creative artists together. You've formed this syndicate. Now we are Money FM. We have lots of young entrepreneurs who listen. Then comes the tricky part. You've got to make some money. You've got to go out into the world Put pits and projects. Mm-hmm. How did you do that? How did you take an idea and start getting some cash returns out of it? Right. I guess. I guess for us, like, I mean, just to
2: add on to what our, uh, Kat and Arai have said, like, I think to work together as a team is not only just to do what we love doing, but also to use our strengths and try to build a formidable team together. As you can see from the three of us itself already, that we have very varying uh, skill sets. Hmm. Like, for example, I come from an, I'm, I used to be an art director, so I come from more of a graphic design background. Alright, she's a full-time artist, so in terms of applying fine arts or, like, understanding artistry, she has the strength to it. Kat is a producer. Hmm. She, she's done, like, management. Good skills. And, yeah. yes, yes, like, good so accounting skills. So it's very skills. complimentary. Huh? Yeah, and and apparently, like, all you need is just, like, an A-team of sorts, and, try not to step on each each other's tail and try to work together based on our strengths and use that strength to kind of propel each other forward. So we we have this thing, we call it like, we started with five of us, so we call it a 20% rule. If each of us just apply 20% of ourselves, it's 100%. It's something like that. (laughs) But although when we are doing the projects, it's always like
1: our full energy is being wasted on it. It's hard to run a business though. I mean, it's one thing to be an artist, right? I think those of us that are in creative mediums, you know, Neil and I are, are writers and and broadcasters and everything, yeah. It's it's a different skill to actually run a business, <laughs> yes, and, and you know make money off it and keep it going. So, all right, what what did you did you learn anything like at Nanyang? You know, when you were studying fine arts, anything about the business side of of what you do, or how have you figured that out?
4: No, pretty much, I was thrown into the fire and, <laughs> I, learned on, and I learned on the spot, really. Yeah. So, I started yeah. freelancing for agencies first, yeah, and then I started to do art programs with um, local and government entities, Mm, mm, um, activations, events. So that is more on the artist side with public engagements and stuff, right? So all this, I was figuring things out on the spot. Mm. Uh, Really, I was being put on my toes. And then I started to, got to know a few more artists, then got to hiring them to become assistants and stuff. But then the whole motion of my journey before Diplomat is more of an... Maybe an art producer of sorts. But then, you know, like what you said about starting to make money, I think the ability to put value at what you're going to charge, like really don't be shy about it. You you can ask questions around different artists. If they don't want to tell you, they want to gatekeep, fine. The most they will say no. Just talk to different artists about how much to charge for this kind of thing. Then the only question is like, you want to be shameless? You want to make more money? You shy? Don't make that much money? You want to make friends? What is your intention? What's your motivation? Yeah. So,
1: Kat, I want to, I want to stay with you just for a second because of your non experience. You know, there, there's a lot of talk about Singapore isn't creative enough, there aren't enough creative people here, and, and, and you know, that has been kind of a wrap. You know, mm-hmm. Good at taking tests, good at doing a lot of things, mm. good at being doctors and lawyers and all that, but not so much in the creative arts. What is your take on that? What are you seeing in terms of the new generation of creative people in Singapore?
4: I think if you can make a rock look good, it's art, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which, art. which rock are you making look good?
4: <laughs> which rock? I mean, in, I'm into grandma hobbies now, so I make it look good. <laughs>
1: That's fantastic.
2: Yeah, but I think just to, to add on her point, I guess we have to understand that when we are doing creative work, it's also a service industry. Yeah. So relationships and networking is very, very important. And, very I, think, interesting, and right? I think for aspiring artists out there, it's good that you guys are applying yourself onto your craft. And honing it And sometimes Putting yourself in a bubbles To make sure that You are able to express yourself Artistically yeah. However you got to understand If you don't put yourself out there No one is going to know mm. So I guess for us We always like to talk to people We always like to go to places Where there are artists People are finding artists So like gallery openings Exhibitions So we were, we were down there then we talk to people and then say, hey, like, uh, we are diplomat, like, we, we do mural art. And sometimes this kind of conversation will just lead to from one thing to another and say, like, hey, I have a friend who requires, like, your services. Like, probably I can share my contacts with you. And then that's where we, we begin that relationship and that networking. And, of course, like, I think for us, like, authenticity is very important. So, mm. I think for Money FM, we kind of dialed down our answer. <laughs> no, it's fine. for the
0: sake of... Uh... I want to stay with that, cat because your, your job description is Profit Maestro, which I love, yes. by the way. And just to give our listeners a sense of your projects... Yeah, can you, you work for us, yeah. by the way? <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have a Profit Maestro. You've done the Sketches flagship store mural at the Jewel Changi Airport, yep. Ministry of Finance budget murals. You've done things at Haji Lane, Night Safari. But let's take the Sketches example. As it's graffiti art and a relatively new art form in the Singapore sense of trying to monetize it, I wouldn't have a clue what, you, how you would pitch that, how what the numbers would be. So when you guys sit down with sketches or a client, how do you reach a number? How do you? How did you come up with that as a new company? You know, I know what I charge per word. I know what I charge per article. But this is a relatively new art form. How do you get those numbers?
3: I think usually when we add a new brief, a new request, right? We try to understand um, what they say they want and what they actually need. And later on, I guess, using various degree of experience of... hmm, How long it's going to take. How long it's going to take. um, How many people do we need? How complex it would be? How, um, you know, if if there's any boundaries of you have to do it only when the space is closed at night. (laughs) So these are the kind of things that, that we'll have to think. And then we try to scope it according to what they want plus all this plus all this uh, logistic features right more often than not um obviously a, a, traditionally a lot of people are very aware about how much things cost
1: mm. uh,
3: now everyone was very very surprised that things are costly yeah. so we kind of have to try to understand as well it's almost kind of like user design right you you look at the client you try to understand what they want you try to understand what they want to evoke and then mm-hmm. you take back and then you weave that into the whole like yeah. well the amount is this because we understand what you need and this is mm-hmm. your consideration so we're also yeah. considering the other parts that you haven't considered mm-hmm. within the same parameters mm-hmm. that sort of things and, and um, it's like
1: the same for every creative agency yeah. though right yeah, oh, yeah. Much, trying to come up with much. the right numbers trying to yeah. satisfy the clients yeah mm-hmm. trying to have an offering that is mm. interesting to them yeah. um, Iba, we're gonna we're gonna finish with you and, yeah. and just give us an overview of of what's next. What's the next level? What's the next progression for diplomat from your perspective? I think we are slowly expanding into uh, graphic
2: design. We are probably going to launch a graphic design arm. Uh, mm. Also, in terms of what Neil has seen us do in Peace Center, we are still in talks with certain bodies to kind of continue our workshops. Right. I feel like I feel like for diplomat, we started off as just a hobby for a group of people that just want to do walls for fun now it has turned into a full-time business but not only just doing commission artwork but also now trying to educate trying to entertain and also inspire others so we are trying to expand the business further and hopefully not only we can grow as a business and also we can also inspire other people to actually do so and quickly is the popularity growing for graffiti art in singapore yes it's definitely growing i think we are not the only uh, like graffiti team or like art uh, mural art team here in singapore there are many others out there that you can actually search i uh, can go to haji lane there is a graffiti art shop right over there mm. the the art center over there has another art collective that's is stationed there itself yeah so there's plenty of like graffiti crews out there it's just i think right now like it's just about finding them, and hopefully now um, we are here and we can actually like propose to the government. Let's make our city more colorful with more mural art. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Now you've got eleven folks in your collective right now, but how do people find you if they if they want to reach out and say, "Hey, we've got a project we're thinking about. Maybe you can help us."
2: Yeah, you can uh, DM us at our Instagram, which is DPLMT underscore yeah, or you, uh, you can find us also on uh, TikTok. You can find us on LinkedIn. Yeah. Or if you just see us painting somewhere on the Somerset or like anywhere on the street <laughs> and you just see the word DPLMT, just come down and say, "Yeah, hey, I heard you on the radio. Uh, What's uh, up? Let's, ha- let's do some things, you know? Awesome. Graffiti yeah.
0: artists on LinkedIn.
2: There the world has changed, isn't yeah. it? Go, <laughs> go where your customers are. Exactly. Yeah. Cause
1: they're not on TikTok. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is the team from Diplomat that's spelled DPLMT. Ebao, RI, and Kat. Thanks so much for being with us today.